Hey, Real Nerds listeners, your favorite host, Ryan, here to remind you that social media is great. How great is it? There's many ways you can find the Real Nerds on social media. You can download us on iTunes. You can listen to us streaming on Stitcher Radio. You can call us 720-6Nerds5. Aw, man, our website is so cool. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You want to leave some fan mail? Oh, that's so easy, realnerds at gmail.com. Twitter, we got it, at real underscore nerds. You can even like us on Facebook. Thank you so much, and hey, enjoy the show. Hi, this is Jonathan Tiersten from The Perfect House and Sleepaway Camp, and you are listening to The Real Nerds Podcast. Listeners, we have some exciting interviews lined up from Denver Comic Con 2014. Sit back, crack open a comic book, and enjoy our sweet, sweet voices. Enjoy. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast at Denver Comic Con 2014. My name's Ryan. I'm the host. The other guys don't have mics because we don't care about them. But we are with people from Face Off, the wonderful show. Yes. If you all could introduce yourselves to our listeners, please. I am Tesla from Season 6. Tyler Green from Season 6. And I'm Rashad Santiago from Season 6. All Season 6ers here. Yes. And we have the winner, right? Yes, you do. We do. So we'll, we'll, we'll get you last because, you know, uh, you're, yeah. you're way yeah. out of So uh, tell us how you guys got involved in the, in the show and your background into designing not only makeup but sculpting, you know, the wounds or whatever you want to. Um, I went to the Tom Savini School of Special Makeup Effects. It's in Pennsylvania. Uh, my very first semester there was the very first season started of Face Off. And ever since I watched the show, I knew that I wanted to be on it. So I tried out for, I want to say, three three different years I tried it out for. And I finally got on for season six. Right on. I also attend Tom Savini's Special Makeup Effects program in Pennsylvania. Um, I did try out three times, actually. And... Uh, even before, uh, go, after going to the school, I ended up doing uh, the prosthetic route and actually getting into medical prosthetics uh, before I kind of went full circle right back into making creatures and monsters when I auditioned for Face Off. So when they picked me, I'm like, all right, here we go. So <laughs> that's what happened. Awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I actually got started just uh, as a you know, regular artist, just drawing and sketching. Uh, I eventually made my way into sculpting and fabrication. Uh, makeup was the last stop for me. Um, I got into makeup roughly like around 2009. And I've been doing it ever since. <clears throat> Excuse me. Losing my voice here. <laughs> it's all right. All the screaming I've been doing while I have, I've been I have here. a lukewarm bottle of water. Oh, yes. Will oh, this help that. you? Oh, it's Arrowhead. Great. It's a, it's a great company. It I think is. that's poured straight from a tap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. And uh, I auditioned for season five, but they put me into season six, which was great because then I got to meet these guys. So it was a great experience. Very cool. So what would you say each of your specialty is in designing and sculpting? Um, for me, I really like uh, sculpting like aliens and fantasy creatures. Um, I'm primarily a sculptor and a mold maker. Yeah, I have a very inventive background, but I also have a really knack for teeth and, dental and dentistry. So creating cool dental appliances that either come out of the prosthetic or integrated in between. So. Cool. And me, I would definitely have to say uh, sculpting and uh, fabrication are definitely my strongholds. Very cool. So what is the audition process for a show that popular and getting onto it? Is there a lot to go through? And do you make your own special things to 
I, I don't even understand. I don't understand reality TV. I guess I don't understand <laughs> like the behind the scenes mechanics of how you actually fill out applications and get on there. Yeah, they actually have an application process. They'll say, you know, now casting for season whatever, and um, you have to send in a video. And if they like that video, then you get to be in the semifinals. And then if they like you in the semifinals, you finally get to be on the show. And the semifinals um, for the video, you have to do a simple. I think they say it's like a 20-minute makeup on yourself to prove that you know how, what you're doing. And then in L.A., you have to, uh, or the semifinals, you have to do like, what did we get, two hours? Two hours, yes. We had a two-hour makeup just to like show everything that we can bring to the table. So pretty much you're looking for a combination of talent and personality, I yes. think. Yeah, for sure. And so do you already have an idea of what you're going to sculpt before you get there? Or do you practice it, or is it like, oh, these are your tools, get to work? <laughs> well, usually when for me, uh, when, as soon as the challenge is introduced, I'm already the idea is already flowing in my head. And when they say it's like, oh, you're doing this kind of character, I, it's, it's like I have like something already in the back burner ready to pull out. You know, I think some of us can think like that, some can't. But usually when you get in the lab, then it starts to flow. I think everything things starts to go when it's like, okay, go. And then you won it. So uh, what's the pressure like in the final episode and? How long does it actually take to do based on, because we only see a sliver of what happens. Uh, how, much, how long is the final episode to take and how much pressure is it and how do you stay cool under that pressure? Well, I was lucky, oh my God, my voice. I was lucky enough to have a good team uh, for the finale. Um, and it's actually a lot of pressure because every, you know, everything that you've done up to that point is riding on you know, that one makeup. you know. And uh, we had some fall, some setbacks with the molding process for our makeup, so that kind of hurt us a little bit. But we found a way to turn lemons into lemonade, uh, and uh, the the judges liked what they saw. So that definitely, you know, and having a good team definitely helped out. And I mean, I know on movies you have to be able to adapt like that, right? Yes. You can't just say, "Oh, it's going to be perfect." Yes, done. <laughs> Camera roll. We wish. We wish it was like that. Never. So how do you each deal with the pressures of something not working right? How can you? How do you change it? How do you make it better? And is there times when it didn't work out right and you're like, hey, it's actually came out better? Yes. Well, sometimes you cry, you know, <laughs> lots of crying. Um, I know that there was one time, um, the very first episode, we forgot to put out the face uh, to for foam latex. And I was really worried about how the... Uh, how the cowl was going to match the face because we were going to do a gelatin appliance and uh, the way that Nico had done the gelatin appliance it actually made the face more malleable and it looked really awesome when he was like moving around in the makeup so I was really proud of that. I guess a scary moment for me I think it was just like fabricating a last look so one of the challenges I had to create this uh, bug character that had all these hairs 182 hairs I'm never going to forget that number <laughs> and I was still making them just before they call time I did win that challenge thank gosh yeah. but I really liked how it came out but again it's one of those things like can you complete it ah, so it, it's the stress <laughs> time management is like the number one thing on this show Yep. Uh, what advice would you give to aspiring makeup effects people um, to perfect their craft or to get to your level where you're picked to be on a hit reality show um, I guess just always looking for inspiration and reference pictures. Um, you can't really, and you always have to remind yourself that, wow, this thing is really good, but I know that it can be better. Because I think a lot of artists in any industry get in this rut where they just think like they're top shit, and it's like they they won't they don't want to progress any further. And there's always room for improvements. You yes, can always better yourself. Keep keep pushing, and you never know what what opportunities may come your way from yep. that. Yep. 
So what opportunities have come your way since being oh. on this show? Um, definitely at Comic-Con, for one. We're all doing uh, convention circuits right now. Uh, I have an on-set makeup artist job that I'm going to be doing here in a couple weeks. Uh, and I am starting my own company called Mad Props, which is awesome. Open for commission, shameless plug. <laughs> Duh, no, we'll get to the shameless plug, guys. I promise. Everybody will have their own. Awesome. I'm actually in the process of launching my first product, Wonderband Systems. I'm actually wearing it right now. It's a tool-holding, interchangeable, customizable device. Very so cool. it's pretty neat. It's yeah. great for artists. Yes, I exactly. Love that. Yeah. Uh, they can't see this. It's not a visual podcast, but it's basically a bracelet that you can put your tools in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was dirty. It was very dirty. Do not hire me to do your pitch. <laughs> uh, I'm actually uh, working on uh, a fan film, a Godzilla fan film called Godzilla Heritage. And uh, it can be found on Facebook. Um, all you have to type in is Godzilla Heritage. And I'm also in the process of opening up my own studio where I will be working, uh, trying to do props for movies and commercials as well as teaching classes. Very cool. So now, guys, is the shameless plug point. <laughs> I want you to tell me where we can find you, where we can buy stuff from you, how we can help you achieve your dream. Um, you can search Tesla. It's T-E-S-S-L-A-E-H in Facebook. Um, I have my Mad Props artist page up. And I also have a website, www.wix.com slash slash effects. That's a long one, but you can see all my work on there. Um, and email me for any commissions that you'd like. Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at WonderBandMan. And also my, uh, my uh, company website is creativegeniusproducts.com. Very cool. <laughs> uh, you can find... <laughs> Shamelessly plug yourself, uh, sir. Shamelessly. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Rashad Santiago. Uh, Twitter, same, Rashad Santiago. And Instagram as well, Rashad, at Rashad Santiago. Uh, my YouTube is the same thing, at Rashad Santiago. So uh, <laughs> just my first and last name. So come check me out. Very awesome. So what movies, we're a movie podcast. What movies do you believe have the best kind of makeup that you've seen and inspired you? Absolutely 100% Star Wars for me. <laughs> I, I love Lord of the Rings. I love a lot of fantasy films. And, uh, you know, Harry Potter and definitely Lord of the Rings is, like, one of my favorites. <laughs> Hellboy. Ooh, that's a good, that's one, a good too. one, too. You guys are so cool. <laughs> Why we try? You know, artist, beautiful. <laughs> uh, everybody, they're very beautiful. Um, thank you for stopping by. I know you guys are super busy here. Oh, yeah. And that you took time to talk to a little podcast that could means the world to us. Thank you so much. Make sure you check out these guys. Uh, awesome. well, thank you so, so much. So do we, do we keep the uh, 50 you slipped us to come over yes. here? Oh. <laughs> that is free. Oh, okay. Thank oh. you so much. Thanks. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to another exciting interview from Denver Comic Con 2014. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, real underscore nerds. Until next year, bye. Bye.